This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wendy's Big Show on the fans. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson for Badger Bagger Running Back. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. You listen to us 105.7 FM, 1250 AM and the Radio.com app. All our guests join us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. And this man needs very, very little introduction of BobMcGinnFootball.com. He is Bob McGinn. Bob, appreciate the time. As always, uh, your first reaction to Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage, the picks last night for the green and gold. Um, interesting picks. I mean, they can both run like the wind. They're going to help the team's athleticism. But then they both have a bunch of question marks, Sparky. Well, this is my thing. I mean, there, there's a couple different things here. First off, uh, with R- Rashawn Gary, obviously you have the torn labrum that that you have to talk about, uh, and then the other thing we heard Don Brown on today on the Bill Michael Show earlier, and he you know glowed about how great he is against the run and lining up over the tight end and so forth, but he had his hand in the dirt. He wasn't standing up. He hasn't dropped into coverage, and that apparently is what the Packers want to do with him. And you'd have to think that's going to be somewhat of a transition period. I think it's going to be a tremendous transition period unless they're just going to have him be a strictly forward-moving player. Uh, but yet, you can't just do that. Teams will scheme you, and they'll make you adjust emotion motion and all kinds of different stuff. And uh, so he's going to have to be thinking on his feet. He's never been on his feet. That's going to be a very pure projection, and it's very hard to go from uh, from a down position to an up one. Does it feel like Nick Perry all over again, Bob? He played down different? a lot, didn't yeah. he, Gary? Yeah, in college, USC. No, no. Nick Perry was stiff compared to this guy. This guy, um, this guy plays hard, Gary. I mean, and he's physical, and he's got all the things. He's just well. What, what's your question? He's what, what just undeveloped. You he, okay. He's raw. He's undeveloped. As strange as that might seem, that's the way he plays. He doesn't read his keys that quick. He doesn't get off blocks that fast. And it's just a, a mystery, really, why these things are happening. Well, wait a second here. So, all right. So, I mean, look at it from that perspective, then, because I've seen this, and that is, well, is that on on the coaching staff, or is that on the player not being able to figure it out versus what he's being taught? It's on the player. I mean, this this they have good coaches in the Big Ten at Michigan. You know, uh, it's on the player, and uh, for whatever reason, he just short circuits. Um, I don't know. You know, uh, but he's not productive, even though he's playing hard and he's physical and he's tremendously talented. Bob, every time that I saw the guy on tape, it it felt like where where you said he he plays with his hair on fire. There's there's no doubt about the the motor that he has on the field. But in pass rush, it seemed like he just lacks that one transition move to to really get off big time blockers. I think that's right. He can't really redirect, and he doesn't quite have the ability yet the footwork and the bend to turn and to really get the kill shot on the QB um, now Winovich was there maybe a step ahead of him a lot I mean that's my alma mater I've, you know we admit that and so I've seen 
probably 80% of his games on tape in his career, but he just doesn't quite get there, and um, they've got to unlock this potential. Okay, what about Savage at safety for Maryland then? Because this is a guy, and obviously you may have heard differently, but I didn't hear anything about him going in the first round until the last, I don't know, five, six days before the draft that people started whispering that this is the hottest name on the board coming up. We just talked to a guy from Maryland, Jeff Ehrman, uh, from Maryland 24-7 Sports. He thought he was going to be a second or a third round pick uh, and was kind of surprised that he went as early as he did. You know, he came out seventh, in seventh place at the position among my poll of 13 uh, NFL guys, personnel people, before the draft. Now, you know, Jonathan Abram was consensus way up high, but then it was kind of tight. I think second place Taylor Rapp had 29 votes, and I think Savage had 13, I believe it was. So he's not that far away from two, but yet he finished seven. Um, He's got a lot of ability. You know, what people don't like is his height and his weight, and he's a small guy, and he only did 11 reps on the bench. That's the lowest uh, of the top ten free safeties. But he can really run, and he's got a bunch of picks, which really obviously uh, Brian Gutekunst uh, pointed that out several times. So he's got to start, and he should be a good player if he can hold up. Because I think I saw you had projected the Packers to take, I believe, a safety at 30, didn't you? Bob? Yeah, I, I was debating. I put in there it was Thornhill or Savage because they were the two guys with a lot of coverability and a lot of speed, athletic ability. Those guys were you know great combine uh, workout guys, and I just guessed wrong. I went with the bigger guy, and right. um, they went with the smaller guy. So then you don't mind the pick of Savage then, I suppose? Well, I minded at 21, Gary. Got you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they went up. Give up. When you give up two fours to do it, I mean – Who's to say he wouldn't have been there at 30? I think there's a really strong chance he would have been there at 30. And to give up two fours, now that's that's another point of discussion. Well, let me ask you this. Was Gary a reach at 12? No, okay. no, no. That's that's right where I, I have him going 11. Absolutely not. That's no reach. You know, the other thing about this is, um, as far as what you've seen from this general manager now, of the Green Bay Packers since he's been running the draft. Is it fair to say that he doesn't mind taking a risk here or there, whether it be through trade or through pick? He likes he likes to trade on draft day. He spent a lot of money in unrestricted free agency this year. Um, I don't know. It's a little bit too – I mean, he, he, he'll, he's willing to take a risk more than Ted Thompson. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, but compared to the league average, we're not – can't be sure yet. You know, what What are you thinking of today? I mean, I, you look at today's draft, what do you think they may do today? How would they move offensively? Boy, but I sure like the cornerbacks right now. I know, I mean, right? Greedy is just sitting there. So is the Rock Yasin, and Mullen's a good player, too. And Murphy, the top cornerback on the list, he's there. Uh, and then O-line is, um, well, not as, not as good. I Corner's an impressive position right now. I like I like Dieter from Wisconsin. You? No. Like <laughs> Not at all. Gary, Why? I love his versatility because yes. he can play five spots. Yes. But I, sh- I just see him as a backup. Really? All right, like good. strength. The way to crush the Badger, Bob. Good job. Yeah, appreciate it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's let's move on to the wide receiver position because that's another position people seem to think the Packers could be looking at in the second round. Uh, a guy like A.J. Brown is one name that people are throwing out there. Gary's threw out, uh, threw out Debo Samuel uh, as well. Who do you like at wide receiver right now? 
I just don't see them doing it there. No, I, I don't think either. They, I mean, we know they got you got Kumaro coming back, who's kind of unproven. I think they're just going to go with some big people or corner. I don't think wide receivers even on their radar right now. Bob, how how much of a loss do you think those two fourth round picks were to, to jump those nine spots after you you said that you you believe that he would have been there at thirty and Savage? Well, I'm not sure, but I think it's you could certainly ar- can argue that that he would be. Um, Tremendous loss in this draft. That's where the strength of this draft is. Yes. You know, from like 60 to, I don't know, 150, 130 in there. And those picks were 114, 118. That's a, that's a tremendous setback for Green Bay. You know, Bob, I think when you look at this draft, yeah, and they talked about it, it is a very defensive-heavy draft. I mean, I get that. But at some point, don't you think they have to address Balaga not being here very long? Definitely. Um, yeah, they don't have a backup, Gary. No, they don't. We know Spriggs can't play. I mean, come right. on. They've got to get a. They've got to get a tackle. There's not many here, and that could certainly be their pick in the second round. I mean, the kid from Florida. What's his problem? Back uh, Taylor. Yes. Some people knee. are worried about his knee. Okay. Um, has not played left. Only really played right. Tough guy, though. I mean, geez, he's got a lot of ability. Yeah, I heard then, back, knee, and then there was there was concern about him putting weight on. Yeah, that I don't know. See, and, and all of that stuff, Bob, I mean, you talk to all these executives and all of these scouts and so forth. I mean, you really get the lowdown more so than just looking at combine numbers and watching tape and just how important, you know, character is to a lot of these guys. It sounds like both guys the Packers took are both high-character guys. Um. Yes, I would agree with that. There's nothing, um, you know, there's the only thing, Savage is above reproach, supportive to family, uh, two-parent two family, uh, well-respected, should be fine there. Gary, um, you know, he's not a real, not regarded as a real great worker around Michigan. That's what Scout said, and so that's uh, that has to be a concern for anybody. And, um, you know, he's got other... Other interests, this eight sports agency business he's in now, and so you know, I, I mean, I think he'll settle down and tend to business, but you never know. Bob, final thing for you: when when both of these guys come out and say that they didn't necessarily have a ton of contact with the team, is is that a normal practice? Yeah, I mean, remember, okay, so Green Bay brought in a bunch of guys this year on their thirty visits yep. that were possible first round picks. Mm-hmm. Ted would never do that. I mean, he was bringing in strictly guys to sign on Saturday night as free agents for medicals. So there wasn't a much, no subterfuge on the part of the Packers. But, you know, these guys get what they want. They, they see them at the Senior Bowl or the East-West and the Combine. They get what they need. And if they don't, they can send a position coach to the campus 10, 10 14 days before and do it there, you know? All right. This is truly the last one. This is what if they take Drew Locke in the second round? Be kind of a luxury pick. I mean, they know they don't have a backup quarterback, and so that makes it reasonable. I mean, they should know that. It, it wouldn't, su- I, wouldn't surprise you at all, or? Yes, in the second round at forty. Yes, Gary, it would shock me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would. It would stun everybody here on on the big show. I think we can all <laughs> let the record show that Gary asked that question or not. Gary, me. Do, you, do you see that as a possibility? I have. I don't even know why they would do something like that, but that is the talk. That is what's going around. I, 
I, I think they need to go ahead and continue to try to build around Aaron Rodgers and, and try this first year and try to see what they can do with him and see what they can get out of him. I think if you go get a quarterback in the second round, you're a screw of Rodgers' head. Everybody think he's this solid guy, but if you go get this guy in the second round, I think you just screw everything up for him. I'm worried Mentally. about winning games, though, Gary, and uh, he is 500 in the last four years, and he's been injured, and they can't win with Kaiser. It's not that bad of an idea, Gary. I don't see it, but but if it does happen, we'll you know that we'll be asking Bob again what he thinks of the new Packers backup quarterback. Bob, appreciate the time, man. Thanks, Bob. All right, you guys, take care. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. That's Bob McGinn of BobMcGinnFootball dot com joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. No, they, they didn't just bring lock in and kick tires. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, hold on a second. All right, Gary. There's microphones here. Nobody's listening. So. Give me a percentage chance that, that that dude goes to the Packers in the second round. I just said they didn't just bring him in and kick tires. They didn't. So, like, better than a 50% chance that if he's there and they're on the clock, that might happen? I don't see him doing another corner at, at two. See, that's what I think, too. But like McGinn said, there's a ton of there's them. A they're ton all of, sitting no, there. They're all sitting there. And they need a corner bad. You but don't know about King. But that's the other thing. If they take Savage... Savage came in as a corner and so forth. Right. If your if your guy Adderley is sitting there, right. do they take Adderley in the second round and take take Savage and move him to corner? They could. Oh, it's gonna and be now fun. you got a big corner. You could Ooh. get creative with that. Oh, it's just gonna be so much. I'm so excited just to get up to Green Bay for for training camp. That's what I'm just excited for. I just want to yeah. see. Man, I just want to hear some dudes it's hitting a, each it, other. It's dude. the best. They don't hit, cause <laughs> I know, but like the, the light little thump, they, you know, they, you, they, you hear the pad. Because they they doing twinkle twinkle d <laughs> twinkle twinkle dunk. Because they, they so nobody's getting jacked up over the side by us. No, because they just tip. I'm gonna have to go around. and cover the high school games again they're, to get some of those good cracks. They're, they're doing ballet, man. They really ain't. <laughs> I mean, they're not. I mean, it's great to go watch and see them. It's a right, spectacle, but for sure, when you go see this, Bill, because have you ever seen one? I, I haven't gone to training camp probably yeah, five, long. six years. Okay, since, so it's completely different since right. you've seen the five, six years. Yeah, the Badgers go to a Badger practice and then go to a, a Packer practice. You felt like they just killing the kids in Wisconsin with the Badgers. Okay, because they so get down. That's where I need to be going. They get down. All right, you go I to Wisconsin. To... They. I mean, you mean you go to Green Bay? They ain't. Because I need to scratch my but football This is picks, a new man. coach, so you don't know what's going on with your new coach. But Mike McCarthy wasn't playing that hitting nobody. Well, I'll tell you this. It doesn't seem like Matt LaFleur is too interested in just thumping all day long. Though. I don't think he does either. They're down for selling cars over at Hyundai West Dallas, though. Yeah, Dan Richards. Right? Yeah. How he 100 That's Arthur him. Avenue, right? Mm-hmm. That's where they are. Party International Autos Group. Straight up. Right? We're not in love with any one car. We don't want to sell it today. New no or chance. Used vehicles on our lot right now today, guys. We are ready to move. Walk in the door. Ask for my good friend Dan Richards over at Hyundai West Dallas. So you can get the best, best possible deal on any new or used car in stock today. We are fully loaded. Wendy's big show still till five thirty. Till tentatively, it's the on deck show. If they're actually going to play this thing out in New York, Wendy's big show right here on the fan. Chad Ryder of NFL.com comes up in seven minutes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.